following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Ready, Mick? Are, are you ready, Mick? <laughs> are you ready, Mick? That was funny today. <laughs> you might need to Can I explain. Explain, yeah. Explain. Was that you they would have to? Um, so I got to the press conference room way ahead of time. Well, not way, but at least two or three minutes. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, I forgot my mask. So I was going to run back to my desk. And I figured I would run into McCarthy coming, right? So I would know how much time I had. Yes. Well, as soon as I got past Rich Dalrymple's office, they were coming out. And he said, hi. And I said, hi, and delay. I got to get my mask. <laughs> and so by the time I r- ran and got it and got back, he was on the he was on the podium. Waiting on he you. waited on Couldn't me. Couldn't wait really? to call and I came, you out. And ready, when Mick? I came through the door, he says, you ready, Mick? And I said, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you better be glad Tom Landry wasn't there. You would have gotten uh-huh. fined big time. No, 200 if, bucks. If, if it was Tom, I would have stopped and forgot mm-hmm. the mask. Yeah. I just said, screw the mask, yeah. right? I mean, they were, they were counting to the second. If, you, if the, the second hand hit 12... And if your back foot was still over the boundary, <laughs> but your back you weren't foot, all the way in. You weren't all the way in. So, but if you showed up without your mask on, then you would have had been in, uh, had a problem. Still would have been yeah. Right. So, so, so he he. Either way, either you're gonna be he, later that's with the way that. Tom I'll tell you done. what. When I when I came by, and I went around the back door to get in, right the mm-hmm. glass door. And when I when I went past the regular door to get in, I heard it close. So he was only up there for like uh-huh. five seconds before I you, got there. You weren't that special. No. Uh, <laughs> Lucky Clarence was late yesterday. And yeah. He got on to him for that. He got so, on to Clarence. So they were talking yeah. about Clarence was on time. And that and that was like, well, that's no different, right? Mm-hmm. That's nothing different. Yeah, he's been pretty good about guys walking in late. Huh. What? How much do you think the media can afford as far as fines go? Well, you have to go on salary, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever the percentage is. So $5, so I don't Late for press conferences, and during interviews, he lets his phone ring with Coach McCarthy, huh? So we're, we're, he's That's right. So right, right. I almost That's can't right. find that. The getting added up right now. That's right. Good the, thing he likes me. <laughs> you know, we've, we've been pretty dependable around here, haven't we? Yeah. I don't think anyone's been like we haven't late started the show you had late, something right? To do or, uh-huh. You know, previous engagement. Thank you. Yeah. But we've, we've been all very been punctual. Yeah, we have been. I think I was later when I was doing Zoom from home. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up here all of a sudden. I'm on time all the time. We're, we, we're, we, oh wow, it's one thirty. I better <laughs> right, go. Better go shut up. Yeah, put we would see. On. We would see this on. perplexed <laughs> face on on the Zoom on the Zoom and no volume. Looking like be on time. I don't know. Know what I got to do next? Those were the days. So, would you say we're off to a two and one start this season? I think or we're off a to three and zero oh start. Two and one season for the Cowboys. Well, no, for us. Oh, for oh, us. For us. Oh, no, we're three and zero. Oh, the Cowboys. No, no, are we're, we're three and zero. Oh. Okay. 
No, we're right. three and zero. Oh, All right, no doubt. So we are like the Carolina Panthers. That's right. They're coming in but here better. three and zero. Oh. Better. Yeah. Our competition has been stiffer <laughs> than good. what the Carolina yes. Panthers. Especially have you guys driving, try to get here <laughs> that, by that, one. That's exactly right. All right. So Mickey, give us an update on what you know coming out of that Mike McCarthy press conference. And there's nobody on the practice field today. No, today's the regeneration day or whatever he calls it, mock day. Um, so yeah, he members switched the schedule instead of Friday being the last practice and Saturday the walkthrough. Today's the walkthrough, and they actually practice on Saturday uh, to try to keep the team's attention and get in a groove of getting ready to play instead of having, gosh, you would have 24 about 36 hours away, Which right? is the way NFL teams have done it for <laughs> yeah. forever. Except he quit doing it, right. I think he said 2015 or something. And there's so been some other teams that have, that have yeah. taken that approach as well. And Everybody copies off of each other. Right. Who, well, whoever wins so, the Super Bowl, that's what well, you do. Well, that's when what Green Bay, back in the day, winning Super Bowls, NFL championships anyway. And so Lombardi was the one that started the whole training camp thing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh And that's something that has continued because he was winning championships. So if they're going to do it, then everybody else is going to do it. So that's how that's the history of the torture of training camp. And I'm sure in in the seventies when the Cowboys were going to Super Bowls, they probably looked at everything Tom did. Mm-hmm. Well Tom got it from from Vince. From Vince, yeah. right? Tom well and the Cowboys started using computers. That's right. And everybody then, else and did. everybody is. Right. The, it took them a while the, though the, to get get up to date with the computers though. Mm-hmm. And then the internet was born because of the Cowboys. That's right. Yeah, computers. you go from carrying around the thick <laughs> computerized playbook. And with right, the computer paper now, it's just an iPad. And with the internet, you could Google Everson Walls. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. And, and I, I don't really want to uh, Google or check Twitter to see what happened at Mike McCarthy's press conference. So because you I have you here to? today, and also to get me, get me up to speed on the injury report and the fact that now you alluded to the fact yesterday that Randy Gregory was not on the practice field, and then an injury report came out, and all of a right sudden. After the Right after our show. You had indicated it was like a Veterans Day for Randy. (laughs) And it was. And then on the injury report, there's Randy Gregory's name. It says knee by it. And then today it said fully expected to go. Okay. All right. So I gave you information ahead of what you got from the head coach. They had to explain why he wasn't at practice, though. Well, everybody knew. On the injury report. Yeah, they had to say, have a. Veterans Day. They had to. Or rest show day or... that that he was gone, right? And so, mm-hmm. yeah. But he, that's what he told him, Veterans Day. That's what I called it. Yeah, you called yeah. it Veterans yeah. Day. Yeah, and I think I was pretty right the way he walked off uh-huh. laughing, right? Uh-huh. It wasn't like he was limping or had a brace okay. on or he, he was fine. They and he did wanted... play his full allotment of snaps on Monday night, that's 38 right. or so. Right, so, so he's good to go. As Mike said, we're just being smart, mm-hmm. which means trying to get the guy to the game. Not waste the game on a Thursday practice. So, and then nothing else has changed. Everybody else that missed missed, and nobody got any better, and nobody got any better or worse on COVID nineteen. So, I'd imagine those two guys and I and Neil are going to miss again. Yeah. How long has it been for Neil now? Well, it was last week, right? Okay. Early so his last ten week. days is so not up yet. Not quite yet. Okay. I think right. it was Wednesday, maybe, something like that. Okay. And so, Anai was 
Friday, I right. think, of last week. So, okay. And that's kind of been the standard 10 days. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So, uh, as we dive into this matchup. Oh, on, and oh. Pollard was back from his right. personal okay. reasons. Okay. As we dive into the Carolina Panthers today in this matchup, do what, what's going on? Is he is it okay? Oh yeah, he's fine. Okay. Yeah, he was back. Okay. Good to go. Okay, he's being the intrepid reporter over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm being so. nosy, uh-huh. man. Come on. <laughs> I told you my Parcel story, right? What's that? <laughs> His first year with the Cowboys, and the training camp was in San Antonio, and uh, he would only pr- he would only speak to the media. Between practices, after the morning practice, after the afternoon practices, he would just walk off, and no one challenged him on it, right? Well, one day, uh, I was walking to the practice. I was a little bit late getting there. Again? And Larry Allen was writing. Was staring some stuff up? No, I had stuff to do, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Larry Allen was right, was in the locker room when I went by, and they were already on the field. And I was like, oh, something's up. And so... Uh, he didn't. He didn't practice, and so when Bill was walking off, I kind of sided up over there, and I was the only one. And I said, uh, "Bill, Larry didn't. Larry didn't practice. Uh, anything uh, going on there?" And he just kept walking with his head down, <laughs> like I didn't exist. Yeah, he, right? he, kinda, he, he doesn't really walk. You yeah, know, he just he kinda, stomps. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> and, and, and so I said. Uh, uh, were you bothered that Larry wasn't practicing? And he looked at me and he said, you're not supposed to effing be talking to me after this practice. And he stormed off, right? And I said, well, I guess I got my answer. He was bothered about Larry not practicing, right? So the next day, um, he's he's coming into the interview room. And where I would sit, it was against the wall, and he had to walk past me. The aisle was goes right past me, right? And he comes back comes by and he kind of sneers and looks at me and he goes oh there's the nose <laughs> and i said what are you talking about the nose i thought he was getting personal you know right. no, no. And, and he goes yeah you're always nosing in everybody else's business and i said bill that's what they pay me to do okay oh, and after that we never had a crossword again dude you gotta have thick skin around Parcells. you gotta stand up yeah to him, you right? gotta have thick skin but so yeah but so no he loves it he a loves it too of, yeah a lot of times he wasn't serious he, no he was he's just checking you. That's he's right. just checking exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. See what you right. made of. That's yeah. all. I like that it. time he walked up to the guy that had the rib injury, and the guy said, yeah, yeah, coach, I'm good. And then at lunch, uh, just before the guy went into the line, Bill comes from behind and slaps him in the ribs. <laughs> and the guy's like that. He goes, yeah, you're all right, huh? <laughs> he said, ah, just checking. That's a good one. Did you like playing for him? I loved it. It was the best time I had, besides the winning. Uh, and, and, you know, I didn't get too much of it. You know, you mm-hmm. can tell some of the guys right. that while we're there, they got too much of it. I was just there enough for that pretty much magical moment where everything kind of came into play. So, yeah, it was easy to like that. Hey, those were a great four years covering him. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I mean, as entertaining, almost as inter- – well, maybe even more than Jimmy. Because Jimmy was oh, yeah. all – I mean, he was serious. But Bill had a way of deflecting the news by telling stories, right? And everybody mm-hmm. would listen to the story. And it's like, oh, man, isn't he great? I said, yeah, but he didn't give us he anything didn't tell what you we anything. needed. That's right. <laughs> so, okay, so how would you rank uh, – and we're getting to the Carolina Panthers here. Yes, eventually. How, entertainment. How, okay, entertainment value, the head coaches you have covered – Okay, how would you rank them, one through four? I think 
Bill told better stories than mm-hmm. anybody else. Okay. I think. So is he number one? Yeah, I, I would think so from a storytelling okay. standpoint. Uh, number two would have been Jimmy, and mm-hmm. he was entertaining just because he was Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't trying to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. He was just being Jimmy. It, it was helped along that his teams yes. were successful, yeah. too. That he wasn't much, and, fun. And, he and wasn't the, much fun in 89. And, and coming from <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. coming and being 1 in 15, and then... I'm, I'm waiting to hear a certain and, coach. Right, Go ahead. Now, number Where three. Who's number three? So, three... <laughs> I know who I've got. And, and I that, got an NFC East coach. I have an NFC East coach. And this one, this one would have been totally um, by happenstance. Would have been Switzer because you never knew what, what was, was going to come out of that mouth next, right. or if he was going to wa- if he was going to walk through and, and the we're gate ta- at the airport. Well, and here's a gun. And, yes. and that's and that's the whole that's the whole question. <laughs> exactly. Is. It's from an entertainment value. Right. How would you rank them? Yeah. Okay. Buddy Ryan. Well, well we're talk- I was just talking cowboy coaches, oh. but yeah. Yeah. But Buddy Ryan. But he be, helped yeah. the Cowboys be entertaining. That's right. Oh, and he helped God. Jimmy. He helped Ooh. Jimmy. Be <laughs> I don't think he ever got under Tom's skin, did he? No, Tom ignored him. I mean, you know, he's just a DC. Even with Tom. I think the only DC. time Tom got, ups- got upset was that 87 season when. Randall Cunningham went to kneel mm-hmm. and then threw a touchdown pass mm-hmm. after he knelt once, oh, and he was rubbing it in his face yeah. because they ran the end around right. in the strike game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was going to get back at him. I think Tom might have been a little perturbed. Yeah. But I think I think as far as Cowboys coaches, in whatever order you want to put them in, Parcells, Jimmy, and Switzer were right. the most entertaining. And then to, to me, cover. because we used to get walk-offs with Jason Garrett, yeah, the the times where the cameras weren't rolling, it was really good stuff. And I always wished people could see that part of him. Yeah. They only saw or maybe he would camera, br- or maybe he Jason. would bring some of that stuff to his. Yeah, press conference. Well, he purposely did not. Right, I yeah. know. And no Tom Landry, but he, there would have been a different perception. <laughs> you know what? We didn't get around Tom that much. We we got the press conference. That was on purpose. I know. We got <laughs> the right. press conference on Tuesday, right? There was no after practice every day. And then Friday, when he walked off from practice, we got to walk with him. Yeah. And that was it. And and then if you needed something, you had to call Barbara, Barbara Anderson, and she would get Tom on the phone and you would get your one question, you'd ask it, and then he'd 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 end the convers no, he would end the conversation by going, Okay. <laughs> and I was going to say, no, coach, I got yeah, more, yeah, right? No, 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 you don't. I know. No, you don't I'm have done. more. You okay. thought you had more. Appreciate it very much. More. That's right. <laughs> and so uh, myself as a Cub reporter uh, in Lubbock, Texas, going to training camp and covering the Cowboys, I mean, you can imagine what it was like, you know, fresh out of college and you're interviewing Tom Landry. No, and, and he would do – and for – any TV station at Thousand Oaks, you come up to him after practice, after his weightlifting session, whatever. You could get a one-on-one with yeah. him. You know. Well, back, back in the then. day, guys used to yeah. all sign the same sign the same footballs. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all signed the same footballs. Yeah. Everyone, quarterback, yeah. didn't matter. Yeah. And in training camp, with no Tom. Tony Romo's got to have his own special packet. No, Danny White, even Troy Aikman, those guys, they all signed the same football. And but in training camp, with, training camp with Tom, remember. The cafeteria, mm-hmm. and we got to sit kind of in the back 
behind where the coaches were on one long table. And if you were brave, you could go up there and, you know, okay, and, and they would answer something. But other than that, you would walk off practice field talking to Tom. There was no sit-down whatsoever. Uh, and he and was always very accommodating. And then Jimmy started the same thing, uh, walking in, 80, in 89, walking, and we would interview him walking. And I'll never forget the time when uh, they they – they uh, in the supplemental draft they got Steve Walsh. Yes, and Steve Walsh wore number four. Well, Mike Saxon had number four. That's right. And uh, somebody asked Saxon about you know would you give the new quarterback number four? And he goes, yeah, for a price. <laughs> and so somebody asked Jimmy about that. And he and he I'll clean it up. He said, yeah, well he better. <clears throat> worry about his own job making the team, not his number. <laughs> so now, Obviously, Jimmy had something against kickers and right. special teams. And this was uh-huh. after the second practice, so now it's it's like 5, so it's 7 or 8 o'clock back home. We're on deadline, and it's like, oh, I guess i got to go back and write a new story that Mike Saxon's in trouble. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, so with Saxon, how – how long did he stick he, around? He with kicked the, in the Super Bowl. Uh, okay, all right. I couldn't remember. Because remember the block yeah. punt. Okay. All right. To start off yeah. the Super Bowl 27. One thing on coaches, and we go to break, and then I want to come back with this Cowboys defense and pressuring the quarterback. Okay. Because your mention of Randall Cunningham brought back a flashback to me, uh, and we'll get to that in a second. But one other thing on coaches, when I was in college, and we talk about a legend like Tom Landry, okay, and me being nervous interviewing him first time, whatever. When I was in college, I did uh, I worked for the uh, campus radio station, did play-by-play of OU football. OU played at Faroe Field in Columbia, Missouri. I remi- remember this because he's got his Mizzou shirt on. And in the press box was Bud Wilkinson. Oh, wow. And I summoned up the courage <laughs> <laughs> to go interview at my little tape recorder and interviewed Bud Wilkinson. But he was he was always known to be nice, just nice as nice. can be, super. Nice. But he was Bud Wilkinson, <laughs> and I, he was it, the reason I was a, an OU fan. Okay, yeah, and I was so nervous. I still have a copy of that cassette tape, <laughs> and it, it pains me to listen to that because my voice is cracking. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so, oh, it's so he bad. He had white hair then, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. Anyway, so that, I just had a flashback to that. But we flashback to Cowboys, Eagles, Randall Cunningham, and how Monday night reminded me of that when we come back on Mix Shots. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. Head to AT&T Stadium tomorrow, October 2nd, to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. All right. Spag, hold on. Spag's been taking classes. <laughs> <laughs> taking night classes. I go there. home before I go <laughs> to bed right. and read out loud. That's, that's why he's got that Mizzou shirt on. He's, he's right. taking he's online reading classes. Mizzou, get a postgraduate degree. <laughs> You have a postgraduate degree? I do not. Okay, I didn't think, well, you need to work on that. I didn't think a master's degree in writing <laughs> journalism. My daughter was is help. an is an Oklahoma Sooner, going for her master's. Really? Mm-hmm. Online. I didn't realize she was that smart. To I'll be make sure that uh-huh. uh, you. I'll tell her. You see? <laughs> She'll be like, oh. She take after <laughs> took after her mother. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, and I'm and I'm saying that because of the OU part of that. Of course, yeah, yeah, I, I, thank yeah. you, Bill. Okay. Thank you, Bill, for clarifying that. <laughs> I'm right. smart too, a little bit. <laughs> All right, um, Switzer wasn't smart enough to recruit you, though. No, nah, no. Nah, uh, nobody saw me. That's not Switzer's fault. Yeah. I just had one year of high school football. Nobody okay. was sign the guy. All right. Like Seems like Texas would. They got Herky. Oh, I, I, sh- I certainly wanted to. You look at Herky's high school career and look at mine. Give me a break. That's like, come on. That's like, like uh, Obama. Herky? That's like Obama versus Larry Elder. Or how something. about how about how about Herky's forty time uh, compared yeah, to yours? I, I think I was uh, four tenths of a second behind. <laughs> he could probably run a four two. I run a four seven. That's crazy, huh? That's crazy, dude. All right, so I got one for him because the guys asked me this morning uh, to compare Everson Walls to Trayvon Diggs. Uh And my answer was I think Trayvon might be a little faster. A little faster. Maybe Walls was, but they caught the ball about the same and – had some great anticipation. Yeah, anticipation. He's got great uh, anticipation. And, yeah. and, and one of the things that Trayvon said is, and you said it, uh, he said, and I got good guys around me. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned that 6'11", six, six, <laughs> <laughs> too tall Jones was standing in front of him right. all the time. Harvey Martin coming around there like a choo-choo train. <laughs> that was good stuff, man. All right, so you set me up well then. Okay. Because, and I guess it was because Jimmy Johnson was in the house the other day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Cowboys playing the Eagles. It reminded me, one of the best 
Cowboys games, and we talked about a little bit the other day, the 92 season when they lost to the Eagles in a Monday night game, 31-7 early in the season. A month later, came back to Texas Stadium, Cowboys won handily, and then in the divisional playoff round of the playoffs, the Cowboys played the Eagles again. Slaughtered them. And it was one of – this set the tone yes. for that Super Bowl it run, it and did. it was the way the defense played on that day with Randall Cunningham at quarterback for the Eagles. And there was just something about Monday night and Jimmy being in the house and Jalen Hurts on the other side and the and the way this defense was playing, I had a flashback to that game. Well, was, if you recall, when Randall was coming off the field in that game, he had the same look that Jalen had. Exactly. It yeah. was just hopelessness. Mm-hmm. you know. And, and I was like, man, I remember thinking about Randall. That's the worst body language I've ever seen Randall Cunningham display. Now, the and, difference was he was a, Randall was a veteran quarterback in the right. league. And the difference also was that was the number one ranked defense in the league the Cowboys had in 92. And so this is not to compare where this defense is no. right now with the 92 defense at that point. But, but here was a young quarterback. Set. and it, Yeah, exactly. It's a tone right. being set. Yeah, that's what I like yeah. about it. Probably have the same amount of pro bowlers as they'd had in 92. Yeah, that's right. We talked about that the Zero. other day. Zero. <laughs> yeah. right. I, Unless Diggs continues this yeah. interception. Sure, and like right. I said the other day, Diggs just made the pro bowl with yeah, that 60-yard yeah, pick six. Yeah. But anyway... I think I think Jim, you know, Jimmy was known uh, in you, his background. He was defensive line coach and aggressive, uh, an aggressive front on defense, and so he had to be look watching that and going, "Wow, mm-hmm. that's the kind of defense that you want to play." And I think that that game and then gave them the impetus to go into San Francisco right. with a little bit of confidence, mm-hmm. a little bit more than the rest of the right. country was giving them because, well, they're too young. They're a year early, and I was going, no, they're not. This is going to happen. Which and that, the, that was the next week, NFC Championship game against San Francisco, and which I think still, even though they won three Super Bowls in a four-year period, that was the most significant win of that stretch. Yeah, was and, going and I, I still – I say – that game was the beginning of the end for Randall Cunningham in Philadelphia because mm-hmm. I think he ended up going to Baltimore. Wound up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Came here and did pretty doggone well, if, you, if I do say so. I think, I think he did. Oh, what's that? Mickey just rolled his eyes. Okay. We got a, we got a, we got a, uh, a rant coming. Is there a rant coming? He had to play one game, and it was the final game of the 2020 season. And he was twenty twenty two thousand. I'm sorry, yeah. two thousand. <laughs> yeah. And, now, and he, he would not do well. That yeah. one game were, in the twenty twenty season. And they were going to <laughs> Tennessee for the final game. Oh yeah. And oh, wow. Troy was hurt, mm-hmm. and he claimed he had a pulled hamstring and couldn't play. Mm-hmm. So um, right, right. What was the the, the other quote? Anthony Wright. Anthony. Is it Anthony Wright? Yeah, he he had to. They sacrificed him in that game because nobody wanted to play. It was like twenty degrees outside. Was it a meaningless game? Oh yeah, they were. I remember. They that. were six, five, and that, five yeah. and ten at that point, and Randall didn't want to play in that game. So it was like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I and I said, okay, you phony. And even that, even that defense, as good as it was, every once in a while they would give up some unusual, uncharacteristic 
plays and points. In 92? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But they were still a good defense. And it kind of reminds me of this one. They're not giving up as many yards as we were back in 81. But And they're still making the plays. But to me, they remind me more of that Super Bowl, de- the Super Bowl defenses of the 90s that the Cowboys had. Great players, but they – as much as they weren't as consistent and dominating, they were still good at making plays and ending drives. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. Bend about but that not team. break. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, they only had a couple bad games that year. They they gave up the they gave up twenty eight to the Giants in game two, but won. And then they gave up twenty seven to the Rams, got beat. Twenty seven to Denver, won. And everybody else was about in the teens. Mm-hmm. What year are you talking about? 92. 92. Well, then 31 to Philadelphia, that Monday night game. Oh. No, that was 91. Was it, was it 91? Wow. But they didn't go to the Super Bowl. It was a nice, it was a, it was a, a deep run, though. Well, All right. Well, no, let's my... double check here. <laughs> What year are you on? Yeah, just look. 92. Okay. Okay. Oh, there it is. Oh, I know God. what happened. It skipped over the bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just went down Don't past blame it. The, Don't now, blame the book. 31-7. I got an update. Everson just rolled his eyes. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> it, it was the book. Yeah, it, they didn't, the font was different. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and actually, I intended to spend that segment talking about this current <laughs> Dallas defense, but Mickey took us on a wild ride back. Well, you know what? The one I remembered was when they in '91 when they got all excited about their team, and then Philadelphia came in here and beat them 24 mm-hmm. to nothing. And I think they set the single season opponent sack record that day. Aikman just got murdered. Okay. So what's your story? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to get straight to the point. I love Osa Odigazua. Mm-hmm. Does he remind you of somebody? I mean, he just played so well on Monday night. We're talking about – I was trying to get to us talking about the Cowboys on Monday night and how they played defense, and I thought that front four, Osa, played so well. And um, and I thought Randy Gregory put down a consistent pressure mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when they started rolling. He caused rolling. a lot of problems. Especially when they started rolling, when they just yes. really started putting the hammer down and running the stunts. He came inside a few I times. I mean, he didn't have the numbers to show, but if you just watch the game. You created was, penalties, holding you, penalties. Yes, like yes. three of them, yes. I think. Uh, it's early yet, but I think Dan Quinn might have his three technique in Osa Odigazua. Mm-hmm. He, he was coming to. He Ooh. He what? was playing Neville Gallimore. Well, I I realize <laughs> Gallimore not here. too. Neville is but not when here. But when he gets here, if, if Osa can play like he played the other night, and he know. wasn't going up against any backups, right? Well, he was, yeah, the Philadelphia. Well, they had a first round, the second round pick, Landon Dickerson. Well, okay, at right that's guard. when the, the guard went, and went then, down. Right, say Amalo or however you say his name, who's a very respected player. He went down with an injury, whatever. But it was just the. Uh, the the way he played, not only the run, but getting to the quarterback as well, had a sack and a half in the game. Uh, his get off, uh, and he's got thirty. His arms are beyond thirty four inches. He's got an eighty four inch wingspan, and he's able to use that. Uh, but what I was going to say is. Dan Quinn might have found in the third round of this draft his Grady Jarrett that mm-hmm. he got in the fifth round in the Atlanta draft in 2015. Well, 
I asked the question to someone who should know, and I was said, I asked, can both of those guys play at the same time, Gallimore mm-hmm. and Odigizua? And I got a, I think so because Odigizua can play either of the defensive tackle positions uh-huh. more so than Neville Gallimore. Okay. So if you get those two guys out there. Because Gall- Gallimore's, uh, at least their weight at the combine, yeah. when they in- entered the league, he's 20 pounds heavier yes. than. Yes. Uh, but. Um, uh, it, it's the low center gravity. Yeah, no, yeah Digazua he, is he's uh, under, he's he's strong. He's, he's you know, down he had, there. Uh, with the long, thirty-four with inch the arm, long arms. long arms, thirty-four inch arms, and he had twenty-five bench reps at, with thirty-four inch arms, and and yeah, that low center of gravity. The other thing, as I mentioned, Grady Jarrett is um, and you love this in a defensive tackle is uh, he was a three-time state champion heavyweight wrestler. wrestler in high school. Oh, yes. And Grady Jarrett was the same thing. Yes. <laughs> so there, there's yeah, – three-time, three-time. Uh, yeah, three-time state champion uh, wrestler. All right, so anyway, there's my OSUB. So I'm thinking two more games. Gallimore maybe after – That's what I want to see. I want to see them together. Maybe after Or, I mean, even in a rotation, yeah. you know. No, no. So uh, well, that's the that's the thing about this team. We get better as the game goes on. Even when we played against the Chargers, giving up about sixteen uh, straight completions, you know, you would think that we would just be worn down. But everyone was still within themselves, and I believe that's when Casey came down and made that interception in the end zone. You know, to me. It, they still never gave up. The pressure you could still was getting closer and closer and making more of a, more and more of an impact on that team. We get better. And I, I don't know if it's our youth. I don't know if it's the the, uh, the depth that we have. But when the fourth quarter's here, we're still ready to go. You know, I think one of the things is they're playing with confidence. They didn't never got to that point last year. Uh, and everybody wants to tiptoe around it, right? Well, yeah, we're a little bit more organized. The guys know what they're doing. They're playing faster. <laughs> so Mike Nolan didn't so know what, what the heck he was what doing. the hell was going on <laughs> right. last year? <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and really the only one that will kind of come out and say it is, is Demarcus Lawrence. Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying we're playing defense the way we're supposed to be playing right. defense, how we know how to play it. They were catching last year yes. instead of being attacking. Everything, everything was reaction. And, and no and, one was anticipating anything. And Diggs kind of hinted at it yesterday when he did his interview. He was just saying that he just felt like everybody was playing with more confidence. Now, for him, it, it's tough as a rookie, right? And you don't see him making some of the same mistakes he was making right. last year, peeking in at the quarterback right. and the guys going past him. Uh, and once again, that comes because – he feels protected by the pressure mm-hmm. that's coming from up front. You just have that feeling. You know that the quarterback's under duress. When you turn around looking for the ball, the clock in your head seems to go off you know, on time as opposed to being late because you're not reacting. You know, you're the one that's doing the, the anticipating. It's my uh, Ike Holt story. Uh, when, the, when the Cowboys, you know, he was starting at corner, yes. right? And uh, they had no pass rush early. And they would see what Philadelphia was doing, right? So we were talking about their corners. And Ike goes, well, let me show you how the Eagles play cornerback. So he gets down, you know, crouched, and he goes, one, 
and he takes three steps back. One, two, three. Okay, good. I'm good. Like the pressure up. <laughs> right. Uh, plays over, plays right? Over, right? That's all I got to do. And it was the most hilarious thing ever. It makes such a difference to yeah. the psyche. Yeah. I mean, not just physically, but up here, you kind of feel it. Yeah, one, two, three. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> the comfort zone is just amazing. Yeah. So, uh, Lawrence Welk. Did- Yes, a one and a two, a one, three. One and a two, man. Oh, boy, okay. we just went by a lot of people's heads. And back with more mix shots, our picks of the week when we come back. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back to Mick Shots. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders' performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous. Man, it's just boring now. You're just too good, bro. All right. All right. We got six minutes left here. Let me do this. Okay. The Carolina defense. Well, that's where I was going. Okay. Well, good. We're on the same path. You want me to ask my questions first? Go ahead. Who has the – what team has the number one defense in the league? What team has the number one run defense in the league? (laughs) What team has the number one pass defense in the league? You want me to go on further? Go for it. Who's leading the league in sacks? Carolina Carolina. with 14. Who's leading the league in hits on quarterbacks? Carolina with 27. Who's leading the league on third-down conversion percentage against? 
Carolina, Carolina Panthers. 21.2%. <laughs> Who's leading the league on average first downs per game? Now, this one is, 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 is key. 12. In the last two games, the Cowboys have had, or two of the three games, the Cowboys have had 13 That's in the right. first quarter. That's right. Yeah, who's leading the league in first downs on offense? Cowboys. That's mm-hmm. right. And yards allowed per play, Carolina, 3.77. 3.77. They've got two guys with seven and a half sacks, Hassan Reddick and Dang. Brian Burns. What? They combined for seven and a half oh, sacks. Combined. 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 Oh, combined. My yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> also, I woke up. <laughs> no individual, and they've only given up one rushing touchdown, mm-hmm. and that was Jameis Winston. So no running back has run in on him. And no individual player has rushed for more than 25 yards in a game against Carolina. That and, is all going to change. And who's <laughs> okay, and who's leading the league in worst schedule so far? Strength uh, of schedule. Yeah, that I would be bet them. Carolina. No, the Denver Broncos. Oh. <laughs> Den- Denver's got oh, they oh. they played like the Jets, Jacksonville, Falcons. and Giants is who they Denver's played. That's why they're three and mm-hmm. Carolina's three and They've played against the zero and three Jets. Yep. The Saints. Two and uh, one Saints. Six, yep. six or seven. Uh, and is it the one six and two or seven coaches missing? Texans. Yes. One and two Texans. And in two of the three games, they played against a rookie making his first, first NFL start. And by the way, I realize the Saints beat the Packers thirty-eight to three in the first game, and Mickey has chronicled all the COVID casualties the following week when they, they didn't the have coaches, them. Seven uh, coaches uh, with know, them and, and offensive coaches. Yeah. And, yeah. But even. But have you seen Jameis Winston's stats for the first three games? How many yards he's passed for? He's—I don't—I don't have it in front of me. But he has not reached the 200-yard plateau in a no. game yet. In a not game, sure. no, no. Mm-hmm. So even if they had their coaches, I mean, that's—I don't know how Sean Payton's doing it there with New Orleans. Well, he's—you can see that he's changed their mo from right. that right. position and, passing to and, a heavy running yeah. game. So credit credit up. Sean Payton for what they're doing in New Orleans. Stay within yourself. Yeah. And they're about to go to three and one. Three eighty seven uh, total. For I, was, Win- I thought for I was, Winston. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yes. I thought I was misreading the line here. So we we look and say, okay, Carolina beat New Orleans. Well, that's a good win. Well, he had a he, he didn't have one hundred fifty yards passing. No, no, just five touchdowns. Yeah. So anyway, it's Cowboys with one of the top offenses in the league against the number one rated defense. But is that really the number one rated defense? No, in so the league? you're gonna I was, you didn't say number one overrated defense? Come on, <laughs> I mean, I, I was expecting that to come from you. Come on, man. Well, this is what I'm writing about today for tonight on DallasCowboys.com. It's what's what's the saying the Irresistible force and the it's, unmovable. Yeah. It's uh, 50 years ago. The Sports Illustrated cover had the immovable, ob- the irresistible force versus the immovable object. It was the game of the century: Oklahoma versus Nebraska. It was that game. It was that game. Yes. So there you go. Irresistible force. So that's what we have here. Is that what we have here? And by, Car- and by the way, Carolina also lost its first-round draft pick cornerback J.C. Horn last mm-hmm. week, and don't have their running back, obviously, in McCaffrey. 
So somebody now got, make your picks. Somebody got on to me on Twitter. I was saying, well, here's the good news. And I said the Cowboys didn't have anybody else going on the injury list. And they don't have to face uh, Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And somebody tweeted back at me. It goes, that's pretty rude to hope somebody gets hurt, that that's good news. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Calm down. Everybody just calm down. Hey, I'm the pick-to-click guy first. Okay. Okay? Uh, Don't take my guy. Whether to score first or player first. Whatever you want to do. All right, player first. I was going to pick CeeDee Lamb. That's who I'm picking. Well, I'm, I said I was going to. Okay. <laughs> I saw him last week. He's begging for the ball last week. He was open all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's been in Dak's ear. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have a good game. But my dude is a J-Ron. J-Ron Curse. curse. I love that name, J-Ron. He's about to been to pick the click for three games in a row. I'm finally getting it. Right? Oh, you're I'm, go I'm finally a it. believer, yeah. But I'm going to be even more specific. I think he's going to have one forced fumble, maybe a tip pass on interception. Okay. Because he's all over the field. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have more than He's going to get stat. one that counts this week. He's going he's gonna to cause a turnover in one way or another, along with at least – Eight tackles. So here's your guy. He's second on the team with 20 tackles. He's got two tackles, one tackle for a loss, two quarterback pressures, and two passes defense. I'm waiting on the fourth one. And bump. should have had an interception. Oh, yeah. That they was, didn't make that a was BS such crap. call on that. That was such crap. I don't even All right. So who? Uh, and so J. J Ron uh, Curse for me. Okay. That's your Write pick it to down. Click. That's my pick to All click. Right. I got it. Right. Score 28 24 Cowboys. Okay. Close game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a close game. I'm going to go 24-20, Cowboys. And my pick to click is going to be one Randy Gregory because they are going to line him up wherever Cam Irving is playing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cam Irving's going to have a big tackle. On his and left I think Cam's the left tackle. <laughs> He's the left tackle. So, so that's Randy, Randy Gregory's, Gregory's normal on the side. right side. Uh-huh. Randy Gregory. And he can do it on one knee, okay? That's good. I uh, that's a good pick. Good. Okay. Um, what and you see, got? CD yep. Lamb. That's what I was telling. Don't, you know, be, uh, don't CD be was so my guy. CD was my guy because uh, the way the Panthers and, and in fact Isaiah Stanback, it was his film room uh, telestrator that's going to be on the Mike McCarthy show. He shows uh-huh. how. Phil Snow, their defensive coordinator, very aggressive coach. I mean, they blitz. They bring Shaq Thompson, uh, linebacker on the blitz, and, and, and they got those edge rushers as well. But their corners, they also play man. And he was he was showing, illustrating um, how they are committed to covering whoever it is. Rather, that, like if if you stack two receivers on one side. Uh, and one guy's going to he's, – he's taking that guy. They're not switching off. Right. Okay. And he showed how you can run a uh, – Get rub routes. Yeah, but it was a – someone went underneath on a crossing route, and uh, whoever had him – because – uh, whoever the corner was on that side, maybe Dante Johnson, he mm-hmm. was so committed to staying with his guy that it was a rub route, basically. And I, I said, well, I can just see C.D. Lamb. You take him on that crossing route. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And so that's why I'm going with C.D. Lamb. It was because of uh, what Isaiah said. Insider trading. Yeah, you see that, right, man? That's right. <laughs> um, but, Is that uh, illegal? <laughs> you know, I want to say the Cowboys are going to win big. Okay. But – they won big last week, and you don't win big a lot in this league. And so I'm going to go 
23-16 Cowboys. And the only reason I differ with you on that because I'm I'm, I'm optimistic that this team is extremely special. Yeah, and different. that they will score points no that matter they who they're well playing. Could score points. And no I'm, I'm okay. kind of with you. All right, that. you've convinced me. Then I'll go uh, 38-16 Cowboys. <laughs> you were right on last week. You know. uh, can I go 27-26? <laughs> no, I'm sticking with the. Now, one thing said. we haven't talked about all week. I know we're out of time. Is what Joe Brady has done with Sam Darnold. Yes, and it's been very impressive. And uh, that there's a reason that Sam Darnold has found his new scenery to his liking, and it has a lot to do with that offensive coordinator. They and spread the field, and there are so talented, many options talented, for him. Talented, yeah. Talented. So I'm going to say the last word here, mm-hmm. two words, don't relax. Just because McCaffrey's not there, Hubbard can hurt you. Don't relax and don't judge Sam Darnold that he had been playing with the Jets. What's his record against the Cowboys, Sam He's Darnold? He's 1-0. And he threw a 92-yard touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson, yep. who I just who found was out just there. Who was there as well. only has five catches so far. Mm-hmm. Yep. So beware. Don't relax. So you're changing your pick? Nope. Okay. <laughs> but don't All think right. it's, this is like a cakewalk because it's in between Eagles – Giants, oh, it's Carolina, mm. right? Oh, we won two straight. It's not the game you circled on the I'm calendar. I'm wondering if they can handle success. And it's a mm. noon start. Uh, it, noon I got start. All of that to me, if this team is as good as we think it is, then it should be able they're to. They're going to just, doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're too naive to know how tough that is. <laughs> you, you know what? I need to know that that variable means something to so them. So now I can't decide whether the Cowboys win or the Panthers well, win. Well, see, when I was a rookie, I, that's how I felt. I, it, I like, and Carolina, we know how hard it is. I didn't is. care about road games, Monday uh, night. Didn't care about any of that crap. We know uh, how hard it is to win three, you, four straight in this league. They've won three straight. About time for a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that too. And then I'd be worried next week because if the Cowboys win, they got to play the Giants on a three-game winning streak. So, that's trap game. Yeah, that's the trap game. Yeah, because uh, New England's next, right? Uh-huh. But if you can win this one, Ooh. and then you get the Giants, and then you get a rookie quarterback, if you can just take and then one freaking game at a time. Five and one. Okay, Tom. Who's next? Okay, Tom. One game at a time. <laughs> okay, one one other prediction: Brady versus Belichick Sunday night. Oh, well, I think. Brady's got a better team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn my uh, You're gonna go volume for your down. Own. I'm turning the volume down because they're going to be talking about this crap all day <laughs> Sunday. Right. It's more than just the quarterback. Yeah, the right. handshake. What's going to happen with the handshake? Like they might stab each other or something. You know, give me a break, man. God, it's just a game. Jeez. All right. That does it for Mix Shots for another week. And go Mizzou against those Tennessee <laughs> Volunteers. Yeah. Go Is that getting televised? I believe it is. Somewhere. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!